welcome to the High Vibe and Healthy Podcast. My name is Fran Dargaville and I'm a functional nutritionist with a passion for gut health and real food. I'm here to share my take on nutrition and health, answer your questions and chat with leading health and wellness experts and all-round inspiring humans. Enjoy this week's episode and submit your questions at frandargaville.com or via my Instagram, frandargaville. Hello, hello. I hope you're doing really, really well. Before we get into today's episode, I have a very exciting announcement for you. I have just launched my new program, High Vibe and Gut Healthy. This is your complete step-by-step guide to overcoming frustrating digestive symptoms like bloating, burning, and belly pain so you can eat without pain, feel comfortable in your body, and just feel good. There are three different program options. So I've created a self-study course, which is super affordable and guides you step-by-step through the gut healing process. And it includes supplement protocols, gut supportive meal plans, shopping lists, and so much more. I also have two options with one-on-one support from me. They both include the self-study course so you can learn all about your gut on your own time. And this way you have the ability to order functional lab testing to help you uncover the root cause of your symptoms. You get personalized nutrition and supplement recommendations from me and the ability to message me when any questions come up during your program. You can save $150 off any one of these programs until midnight on the 31st of August, Sydney time. I very rarely offer any kind of discount and I probably won't offer my one-on-one services at this price ever again. So if you're thinking about getting my help, now is a really great time to get started. Head to frandargaville.com forward slash high vibe to learn more and save your spot. Now for today's episode. This week's episode is a little bit different. I just ran a free live webinar on the seven key steps to fix your gut. And I know many of you love listening to audio as opposed to watching videos. So this week we're playing the replay. If you'd prefer to watch the video version, head to frandargaville.com forward slash replay. Both the audio version and the video version are only going to be available for a limited time, probably the next three to five days. So be sure to get through the entire training ASAP. I really hope you enjoy it. So let's get into it. We're going to be talking all about the seven key steps to fix your gut. What we're going to be covering today is firstly, a little bit of an introduction, just in case you haven't met me before. We're going to be chatting about the most common mistakes that I see people make when trying to improve their gut health. And we're going to cover the seven-step framework to healing your gut. And I'm also going to give you some quick wins to beat the bloat and improve digestion ASAP, because I want you to go home with some things that you can go and put into action straight away. I'm also going to be sharing an exciting opportunity for you as well. And I will be running a Q&A at the end. So if you stick around till the end, I will get to your questions If you have questions as you go through, you can pop them in the chat, but I probably won't get to them until the end. But if you think of something, feel free to share and I will go back and check that out. Um, Otherwise, you can hold on to your questions until the end. So maybe keep a note of anything that you want to ask and we can get to that at the end of the training. 
So in case we haven't met before, my name is Fran Dargaville and I'm a functional nutritionist with a master's degree in nutrition and I specialize in gut health. So I live in Sydney, Australia, and I work mostly online. I do have some in-person clients, but the majority of my work is online, which is really great because it means I connect with many of you, you know, all over the world and all over Australia as well. I want to encourage you to take this time out to focus on yourself. So this hour, this next hour is an opportunity for you to learn and grow and feel better. So I really want to encourage you to close down any other tabs, put your phone on do not disturb and take the next hour to just focus on yourself. There will be a replay as well. So if you want to come back and listen to the replay, um, you're welcome to do that. Or if you want to take notes as we go through, that's great as well. Okay, so you may be experiencing one or multiple of these symptoms. So perhaps you get so bloated and maybe you even look, you know, up to six months pregnant when you get bloated. I definitely used to experience that early on in my journey. And I know it can feel so uncomfortable. You may have reflux, GERD, GORD, or burning, digestive burning, like, um, you know, maybe it's diagnosed, maybe it's not. That is super uncomfortable and nothing seems to help. You may feel like you react to everything you eat. Maybe you never know when you'll have to run to the bathroom next. I know that can be a very frustrating symptom to experience as well. Perhaps you feel really blocked up and you don't have bowel movements as often as you'd like. You may feel really uncomfortable in your clothes and hate wearing anything tight fitting and really wish you could comfortably wear your favorite jeans again. And all of this despite doing all of the right things. I know so many of the people that I work with and come into my programs have tried a lot of things. They're eating well, they're looking after themselves and they're still experiencing frustrating symptoms. You may have been given a specific diagnosis. You may have already been to a gastroenterologist, uh, you know, dietitians, that sort of thing. You may have a diagnosis like IBS, GERD or GORD, depending on what country you're in, uh, LPR or another digestive condition. Or you may have been to the doctor and all of your tests keep coming back normal. On paper, you may look like a picture of health, even though you're experiencing all sorts of frustrating symptoms. So I would love you to just take a moment to think about your why and why this is important to you. If I could wave a magic wand and make all of your symptoms disappear, what impact would that have in your life? You are welcome to share that, but you don't have to. I get this one can be totally personal, but I think it's really helpful. We can get very caught in the weeds of our symptoms day to day, and we can be kind of caught in the struggle and we kind of get accustomed to or used to feeling that way. So if we can think about what's possible and, you know, how our life would change if all of those symptoms we're experiencing could magically disappear, that can serve as huge motivation for us moving forward. So we're going to start with some common mistakes that may be holding you back from a healthy gut. And these are things that I see so, so often when clients come to me, they've been banging their head against the wall doing these things, or I get also a lot of messages on Instagram about this topic as well. Mistake number one is doing restrictive diets for too long. Restricting more isn't the answer because the food itself isn't the problem. 
just cutting out more and more foods won't resolve your digestive problems. It may relieve your symptoms, but if you're reacting to foods like FODMAPs, there is a reason that you're reacting to those foods. So for example, you may have leaky gut, you may have dysbiosis, an imbalance of bacteria in the gut, or you may have a lack of stomach acid and enzymes, which are needed to digest your foods. So when we do something like the low FODMAP diet, that can be really, really helpful for managing symptoms, but at no point does it actually help you overcome those symptoms. So perhaps you may need to restrict some foods just to manage those symptoms, but you also want to make sure that you are addressing the underlying cause as well so that you're not on something so extreme like the low FODMAP diet in one year down the track or five or 10 years down the track, as I've seen many, many people do. Mistake number two is opting for quick fixes. I'm very sorry to break the news to you, but just taking an apple cider vinegar gummy or a probiotic on its own isn't going to solve your problems. I know it can be really tempting with all the marketing tactics and, you know, these things can help to a degree, but they never help for long and they never address the whole problem. So if you're happy to spend the money and you're happy to, you know, try some different things, that's totally fine. But don't be surprised if, you know, weeks, months, years down the line, if you're going with this quick fix approach that you're actually not getting anywhere. So as I said, it's not to say that these things can't help short term, but they are not targeted to what's going on in your unique body. If the actual root cause of your problem is low stomach acid, for example, you're never actually going to overcome that by taking another quick fix pill like apple cider vinegar gummies or probiotics. Mistake number three is not healing and sealing the gut lining. So you may have thought of this before. This may not even be on your radar. That is totally fine. But that the thing is, this doesn't really sell because it doesn't sound all that appealing, but it is a really, really important step. And you're going to have a very challenging time moving forward if you don't address this step. If you don't resolve leaky gut, you'll stay stuck on a restrictive diet forever. So I don't have time to go into a full-on in-depth explanation of leaky gut, but I will just give you a little brief overview now. You can see these images here. This is the gut lining basically. So we've got the normal tight junctions and you can see that they're close together. So think of them as being, you know, selective gatekeepers. They can choose what passes through the gut lining and into the bloodstream. But when they become unhealthy, leaky and inflamed, as in that bottom picture, all sorts of things can cross that gut lining go into the bloodstream and cause you know immune issues and that is what is leading to a lot of the symptoms that we are experiencing signs that you may have leaky gut include digestive symptoms like bloating diarrhea or constipation food sensitivities are a really common one and then some non-specific sort of symptoms as well like fatigue or brain fog skin issues like acne, eczema and rashes, and also mood variations, low or varied moods. 
The final mistake is not improving gut motility. And again, this is one that doesn't really sell because, uh, you know, it's not that appealing. Of course, if you're feeling, you know, a little blocked up and constipated, this might be really appealing for you. But for the average person, it's not all that appealing, I suppose. If you're not having at least one bowel movement a day, ideally one to three, you won't be flushing out toxins properly. Being blocked up is often a sign of a deeper issue that could be as simple as dehydration. It may be stress, food sensitivities, poor digestive function, or something else altogether. So this is a really, really important one. If you are feeling blocked up, I know it's uncomfortable, but the only impact on your body is not, it's not just the discomfort that's the problem. It's also the fact that you have waste product that should be getting flushed out, you know, in these bowel movements and it's sitting there longer than it should, which means it can actually be reabsorbed into the body. This can include things like old hormones. So that can actually throw out the balance of hormones in your body. Uh, and it can be, you know, other sort of toxins as well. It can be reabsorbed into the system. So we really want to make sure we address that, of course, so you just feel better and you're more comfortable, but also so that it doesn't lead to hormonal imbalances and other health impacts as well. So we've covered those mistakes and now we're going to get into the seven step framework to healing your gut. And this is going to help you address some of those mistakes um, and also start to resolve any frustrating digestive symptoms you may be experiencing. Step number one is to find your gut healing diet. So I know I spoke about restrictive diets before. Sometimes it is necessary to remove some foods initially, but we want this to be used as a tool for a short period of time versus the diet being the only tool that we're opting for. So we want to remove anything that's potentially irritating the gut and also provide beneficial nutrients to support and nourish the gut as well. So ideally, as much as possible, we want to focus on nutrient-dense whole foods and we want to identify any trigger foods. So common trigger foods for people are things like gluten and dairy and histamines as well. Um, so if you need to do a restrictive diet like the low FODMAP diet or a low histamine diet, just want to make sure that you do it intentionally and for a short time frame while also getting to the root cause so that you don't impact your gut long term. Step number two is to soothe and nourish your gut lining. So we spoke about that before, that not addressing that leaky gut was a common mistake that people make when trying to heal their gut. So we want to get that leaky and inflamed gut to look more like the one at the top here, the normal tight junctions, that normal gut barrier. To do that, we want to identify and address any factors that are potentially contributing to leaky gut and also use specific gut nourishing food and supplements. Some key factors that can actually contribute to leaky gut include stress, excess alcohol consumption, and medication such as the pill and PPIs and NSAIDs. So gut nourishing foods and supplements that you can use to 
you know, support that gut lining include slippery elm tea. You can get slippery elm powder. It's very affordable. You can make it into a tea, not the tastiest thing ever, but it is supportive for your gut lining and unsweetened aloe vera juice is a great one as well. So we want to make sure that we're removing anything that's driving that leaky gut and also supporting that gut lining to, you know, heal and be nourished as well. The next step is to get your gut moving. I spoke before about gut motility being an issue. And if you are not having at least one bowel movement every single day, how that can be affecting your hormones and basically every system in your body, it can lead to fatigue, hormonal imbalances, brain fog, all of these sort of factors. To improve your gut motility ASAP, that is really important. So you feel good day to day and you're also avoiding these things like hormonal imbalances, et cetera, taking place. And we also want to make sure at the same time that we get to the root cause of those sluggish bowel movements as well. So some really simple ways to get your gut moving. Squatty potty is probably my favorite because, you know, with a lot of these things, it can feel like we just have to take more and more supplements and potions and all of this kind of stuff. Whereas a squatty potty is a really, really simple thing that you can do uh, without much effort at all. So it's a really sort of simple habit you can incorporate. So what is that? Basically, if you haven't heard of a squatty potty before, some of you may be familiar with it and use it and love it. Um, some of you may not have heard of it. Basically, there is a squatty potty brand, but really all you need is a small footstool and you put that under your feet while you're sitting on the toilet. And it basically just helps correct the alignment of your colon and can really help with elimination. So that's a really easy sort of, you know, thing that you can put into practice. Making sure you're hydrated is super important as well. So drinking plenty of water, of course, and then also perhaps you need some electrolytes as well. So things like coconut water, a good quality salt, a good quality electrolyte supplement as well can be helpful, especially when it's warm, uh, just to make sure that you're well hydrated and that's going to support your bowel movements. And the third key thing to help get your gut moving is just moving your body daily. Ideally, you know, doing some form of exercise for at least 30 minutes. And it doesn't need to be anything strenuous. It can just be going for a walk. Uh, that's a really, really great one. Yoga, these kind of things are really supportive of gut motility. The next step is to boost your digestion. This is another one that a lot of people miss or they miss the whole picture. Maybe, maybe you just tried digestive enzymes, but you didn't actually know whether or not you needed them, or you may have tried digestive bitters or something like that, but it was in a little, a bit of a random fashion. It wasn't sort of as part of a, a broader structure. So in order to boost your digestion, we want to ensure that you have the stomach acid and enzymes needed to digest food, absorb nutrients, and also kill pathogens like bacteria. Some really simple ways that you can support your digestion are by consuming bitter and sour foods like lemons and limes and apple cider vinegar that basically just stimulates the production of your digestive juices. Uh, also eating in a relaxed state is so, so important. So taking the time to sit down, really enjoy your meal, taking a few deep breaths before your meal to help you get into that relaxed state, which is where your digestion is functioning optimally, and also making sure you're chewing your food thoroughly. Super, super important. 
Stomach acid and enzyme supplementation also can be such a game changer, but this isn't something that I would recommend that you attempt on your own. It needs to be done in a safe and intentional way because you can do more harm than good if you're not doing it in the correct way and at the correct time. And if you have symptoms like uh, reflux, for example, or if you have silent reflux or if you have inflammation of the gut, uh, this could be doing more harm than good. So just keep that in mind. The next step is to balance your microbiome. And in order to do that, we want to consume key nutrients to help balance out the bacteria in your gut. So you're probably familiar that we all have, you know, we're covered in bacteria. We have bacteria in all different parts of our body, um, but our gut microbiome in particular there is just so much research now about how important it is for everything, hormonal balance, moods, energy levels, um, you know, cognitive function. It is so, so important. And it also plays a role in our digestive symptoms and, uh, you know, how we feel and our gut motility and all of that. So we can focus on balancing the microbiome through food. You can also take probiotics as well. Uh, probiotics are great, but as I mentioned before, just taking a probiotic on its own isn't going to solve all of your problems, but it's a nice thing to, to have and to take. So some gut-loving foods to include, include fiber and prebiotics to basically sweep out your gut and also the prebiotics fuel the, the beneficial bacteria in your large intestine. So if you've found that prebiotic foods like onion, garlic, asparagus, uh, leek, um, so root vegetables and that kind of thing. If you find that they actually uh, aren't working for you right now, you may find that you're actually sensitive to FODMAPs. So if that's the case, if you have trouble consuming these kind of foods, you may need to have a little break from them right now, but we want to make sure that you reintroduce them ASAP because otherwise our gut mi microbe you know, community basically can be negatively affected. So prebiotic foods and fiber, super important. So eating a variety of veggies, making sure you're eating, uh, you know, veggies with most meals, ideally, and then also probiotic foods as well. So perhaps if you are sensitive to histamines or yeast or something like that, you're, you may not be able to have these at the moment. Um, but if you tolerate probiotic foods, then I definitely encourage you to include them at least once a day. So some examples of probiotic foods include kombucha, uh, beet kvass, uh, sauerkraut, you know, any sort of fermented foods, really kefir. Uh, so these are great things to include on a daily basis if you tolerate them. Step number six is to adopt gut healthy habits. So when it comes to gut health, we are so often focused on the probiotic or the pill or, you know, whatever it is, but these things, these gut healthy habits are an absolute game changer for your gut health and therefore your overall health. So sleep, stress management and movement in particular, these things are crucial for gut health. The gut healing process is holistic. So don't get overwhelmed and feel like you need to do everything at once. We only want to work on, you know, sort of one area at a time because it can get a little overwhelming. But just make sure that you do consider this and work this into your lifestyle and start addressing these factors. 
some gut loving healthy habits for you are to incorporate stress management practices into your daily routine, like walking, meditation, yoga, journaling. You know, if you're not into the yoga and the meditation and that kind of thing, that's totally cool. You know, take some time every day to just get outside, go to a park, you know, get out in nature if you can. Move your body for 30 minutes a day. So this increases gut motility. So it promotes peristalsis, which is basically those sort of muscular contractions through the digestive tract. So it actually gets your gut moving and releases trapped gas as well. So if you experience gas, you have issues with gut motility, just get moving. A brisk walk is fine. Um, a brisk walk, walk is ideal, actually. But if you want to do anything else as well, that's great as well. Also focus on sleep. Because if your body is sleep starved, it is in a state of chronic stress. So this really needs to be addressed as well. ASAP, sleep is a priority. So get your seven to nine hours or more. I'm more of a nine hour kind of girl. Um, but this is really important to make sure your body is actually able to relax. So it's actually able to prioritize that digestive function. The final step in the seven key steps is to create a gut healthy environment. Again, this may be things, you know, this may include things that you haven't really thought of before, but the things in our home, the pesticides that may be on the food that we're eating every day, uh, what's in our tap water, like chlorine and chemicals. Yes, there's chlorine in your tap water in case you didn't know. And chemicals in household products like cleaning products, uh, makeup, skincare, all of this kind of stuff, these things could actually be impacting your gut health. So some really simple ways that you can start to look at this. Again, I know it can feel like a lot and you really don't have to do it all at once. But step number one would be to consider getting a water filter to remove chlorine, heavy metals and that kind of thing. Uh, and also just start to gradually swap out cleaning and personal care products for lower tox options. Really, you don't need to do all of this at once. This whole process took me years and I'm still working on it. So don't feel like it all has to happen straight away. I really just want to bring your awareness of, you know, to the things that could be impacting your gut health so that you can start to create this whole holistic picture of what is important to consider. So there you have it, the seven key steps to healing your gut. All of these things are super duper important. And I really believe that these are core steps in order to get lasting results. And I have people come to me who have done in-depth protocols with, you know, naturopaths and functional medicine doctors and that kind of thing, but they've missed a lot of these key steps. So even though they've done this more advanced protocol, they end up back at square one and have to address these key steps before then going and addressing the pathogens or imbalances that they were experiencing. So as I sort of mentioned, some people may need to identify and address specific imbalances or pathogens like SIBO, candida or parasites. But it's really, really important to address these seven key steps first in order to successfully you know, overcome whatever it is that's going on in your gut. So this is super important. This is fundamental. Uh, and if you've already done lots of work, you may know that you have SIBO, candida, parasite, you know, CIFO, something like that, or you may suspect that there's something more to it. So if that is the case, I would definitely recommend considering doing functional lab testing like a GI map to help 
uncover the root cause of your gut symptoms. So this is really helpful as it can basically show us exactly what's going on in your gut, the balance or imbalance of bacteria. Um, and, you know, if you have yeast, if you have any sort of digestive dysfunction, this is a really, really helpful tool. But as I said, these seven key steps are a super important place to start. Now I'm going to give you some quick wins to help you minimize bloating short term. First one is warm lemon water in the morning. So this actually helps stimulate bile production and promote peristalsis. So, you know, maybe you're not sure what that means. That's totally okay. It basically helps detoxification by the gut. It helps get your gut moving. The warmth in the water really helps get your gut moving as well. So if you have any issues with your teeth, just give your mouth, you know, brush your teeth, give your mouth a rinse out after. Don't sip on this all day long. But this can be such a game changer. And I think there's a lot of influences and people that are just saying, oh, I have my warm, warm lemon water. I have lemon water every morning. And they don't say why. Maybe they don't know, but there are actually benefits to it, especially if you have sluggish gut motility, if you feel like you're not able to have a bowel movement every day um, or you find it challenging to have regular bowel movements, then I would definitely opt for this. Give it a go. The next one is five deep belly breaths before eating. This helps shift you into a rest and digest state. So I don't have a lot of time to get into the rest and digest state and the fight or flight state. You may have heard of it before, but we need to actually be in a relaxed state to properly digest food. So a really great and efficient way to do that is just taking five deep belly breaths before eating. And finally, we did speak about this very briefly before, but actually chewing your food. So a lot of us can eat really, really quickly. And it's quite difficult because we have short lunch breaks. We've got busy lives, but this is really, really important. Your stomach doesn't have teeth, so you can't actually just pile food in and expect your stomach to be able to digest it. It's got to do a whole lot of work to be able to actually break down that food. So we want to help it out and chew food thoroughly. So 20 to 30 times may feel like a lot. And this is going to vary hugely between, of course, if you're having a smoothie, yes, you still want to chew your smoothie. So you get those digestive juices going, but if you're having something like, you know, a steak, obviously that's going to be a little, you know, on the 30 sort of end of the spectrum. And if it's something like a smoothie, maybe it's just like five or 10 chews per mouthful. So they seem like quick, quick wins. They seem, you know, unappealing. I think often we say, oh, I just, I just want the de-bloat pills or I want the probiotic or whatever. But these things can be a game changer. So I definitely encourage you to give them a go. These quick wins can really, really help in the short term. But remember to truly resolve bloating and other digestive symptoms for good. We want to ensure that we get to the root cause so that you're not in the same place in five or 10 years down the track. I would love to know if you are feeling excited to take action and begin to take some of these action steps to get your gut healthy. I'm excited for you. <laughs> so if you're experiencing any of these frustrating symptoms that I spoke about earlier in the presentation, bloating, reflux, you know, sluggish bowel movements, I've been there. I've experienced this myself and I know how frustrating it can be. Deep down in your heart, you know you can feel better. You know there's more to life and you shouldn't have to feel this way. You shouldn't have to be focusing on your health all day, every day. 
Maybe you're tired of feeling confused and overwhelmed by all the conflicting advice out there. You might be done with feeling unsupported and unheard. Maybe you've been to doctors and just sort of got rushed out the door. I definitely had that experience myself, waiting months to get an appointment and only being in with the doctor for for five minutes. It's just so incredibly frustrating. And hopefully you're feeling ready to take charge of your health and you're feeling empowered. I want to briefly share with you my new program, High Vibe and Gut Healthy. I am very, very excited about this. So this is my program. There are various ways to do this program, but basically I'm walking you step-by-step through exactly what to do to overcome frustrating digestive symptoms like bloating, burning and belly pain. You are going to feel fully self-empowered with a clear action plan to get healthy. There are a few different ways to do this program. I've created a self-study option because I know this whole world of functional health, functional medicine, um, functional nutrition can be pricey. So I've created a very affordable option, which is self-study The course is all yours. You can go through it at your own pace, on your own time. And it includes video lessons from me, walking you step-by-step through the gut healing process, basically in a whole lot more detail, um, you know, on top of what we've been speaking about today and also diving into your specific symptoms. I also give you meal plans, recipes, and shopping lists to help you actually put a gut-loving diet into practice. And I provide you with supplement protocols to help speed up your results. So I think taking supplements is an absolute game changer and something I definitely recommend if you're struggling with frustrating digestive symptoms. And even this self-study course, it's not a one-size-fits-all. I really guide you based on your symptoms and what you're experiencing towards um, the right supplements and the right protocols to take for you. It is not by any means, one size fits all. Although in that one, you are doing it on your own, basically. I also have two options, which include support from me. So I've got my standard package, which is the course as well. That also includes that self-study course. So you can go through and learn all about this in your own time. And it includes five functional nutrition consultations with me. You will also get personalized nutrition and supplement protocols and support for the duration of your program. So via email or online messaging support. And with this option, you are also able to order functional lab testing. And the VIP is similar to the With Fran. It includes eight consultations with me. It also includes the course personalized nutrition and supplement protocols, email support, but this program includes functional lab testing and practitioner grade supplements as part of the package as well. So for the next week only to celebrate the launch of these products, I am having $150 off any of the programs. So that's just for the next week. You can see the link here if you want to go and check out the programs. Um, But yeah, this is basically a launch offer because I'm really, really excited. And I really don't think it's ever going to be this price ever again. Definitely not anytime in the next six months. So if you are interested, if you do want to pursue this and learn more about this, then now is a really great time to do that. And there is also a bonus, the first five people to enroll. So you will get a little gut-loving welcome pack with a tote bag, a little gut-loving gift, and a $50 voucher to use towards gut-loving supplements. 
So there are only five of these and this will be, you know, included in any one of the packages. So whether you go for the self-study or the VIP, the first five people to enroll are going to get one of these gut-loving welcome packs. So just a quick moment to think about, if not now, when? I know we often wait for the right time or, you know, like we've got stuff going on and it's, it's not the right time and, you know, I'm, I'm just not ready, but I just want to encourage you to think about where you could be in six months' time if you started taking action today. So let's do this. This is a link to learn all about all the different programs. So it's just frandargaville.com forward slash high vibe. And I will be sending out an email afterwards so that you can go and check this out, but you're welcome to go and, and take a look at that now. Thank you so much to everyone who came along today. It's been really, really great to chat with you all. And I hope you have a great rest of your day or evening, wherever you are in the world. And um, I hope this has been some motivation for you to either get started or continue on with your gut healing journey. Have a great day, everyone. Bye. Me again. I really hope you enjoyed the training. A quick reminder to go and check out my new programs. Head to frandargaville.com forward slash high vibe or the link in my bio to learn more and save your spot. And remember, you can save $150 off any one of my programs for this week only. Questions? Send me a DM on Instagram. My IG name is at frandargaville. That's F-R-A-N-D-A-R-G-A-V-I-L-L-E. Have an awesome day. Bye. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to chat with me about how we can work together to reach your health goals, head to frandargaville.com. To connect with me day to day, Instagram is the place to be. Follow me via my handle at frandargaville. And finally, please note that the materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not considered to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment.